how to begin? I mean, was it a party? Was it exciting? Was it a good idea? Was it a bad idea? What's going on? I mean, as an expat, why are you working from home? Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. I'm Steven Sirski, folks. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening in. This here is my daily audio digest. I'm Steven Sirski, and uh, I publish this Monday to Friday. Uh, I live here in Beijing, China, and I post these up on my website, stephensirski.com. They're also available on anchor.fm and also on Spotify. You can find it in Google Podcasts, and I don't know if it's available in Apple iTunes just yet, uh, mainly because I haven't filed the paperwork. So, but every day I try to post a little yik yak of something going on in the expat life here in Beijing, here in China, here overseas from wherever it is that uh, well I'm born. I was I am Canadian, but uh, I haven't really been living in Canada for quite some time. And today marked a um, substantial change in my life as an expat because not only have we basically all but transitioned to uh, computer-based work, computer-based client meetings, etc., today marked the first day that I worked from, open quotes, home, end quotes. And I put that in quotation marks because I was thinking about this. I've thought about this a little bit. This is not my home. I cannot ever buy this apartment unless I am either married or have a Chinese business partner who would actually own the title of the property deed would go under their name, regardless of how much money I put in. So I work from home in a place that's not my home. And I even stretch this out further. And this whole thought process was going through my mind again today because I'm going, it's so bizarre to be one of these expats, one of these, you know, you're traveling, you're living overseas, and what are you doing? You're staring at a computer eight hours a day. This is not what I wanted when I started traveling, when I started backpacking years ago. This is what I was trying to avoid. Office work, staring at a computer. Now, I know the projects I have, the other interests that I have, April After Effects, which I've been picking away at, March Motion, these computer graphics, the music tracks, the audio, the editing, the podcast. I mean, it all attaches me to a computer, to uh, something, but I can tell you, that can be done. A lot of it can be done without computers. I choose to do it on a computer because it's easier. Now, granted, April After Effects, Motion, those are program-specific. And it's maybe one of the reasons why I might not do them very often. But the other ones, you know, January, maybe make your movie coming up, December drumming, these can be done anywhere, anytime. They're so broad in application. So stretching out this idea, home working, I'm, I know I'm going on about it. 
if I stayed here for the next 40 years and I don't attain some sort of permanent residency, which is not the easiest thing to get either, I still would need a visa to live in the apartment that I paid for but I don't own. So am I home working? Am I really working from home or am I working from my current apartment? Whatever it is. <sighs> Philosophical yik-yak and justifications aside, yes, I now work from the apartment that I rent here in Beijing. And I can see the allure of it. And certainly I understand the business application, the business uh, motive and reasoning behind the move. I mean, the company doesn't have to pay rent or utilities or anything like that. I understand the flexibility, especially given the uh, concurrent, the current lockdown in Shanghai, which, although today is apparently easing, still remains a problem, still remains an issue. What happens if that were to happen here in Beijing? What about other parts of the country? So again, I mean, I can, you know, quantify this and say, well, am I homeworking or not? But push comes to shove, given the choice, would I rather continue working from within my apartment or cease working altogether like we had to in 2020 when this shitstorm started? I mean, there's your options. I mean, what, what would you rather have? I mean, you're paying for utilities and rent, but you're you're still able to make money, or you're paying utilities and rent, and you're not able to make any money. <laughs> Very good question. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can answer that question another way and say, remember how I said it's a good idea to build up your own business online? And maybe not be so concentrated in one city with one visa or one country with one visa. That's exactly what I'm looking at too. Now, be it as it may, working from home, working from the apartment I rent, it's, um, I understand the allure. I understand why some people would want to do it. Time savings are great. The morning, so I went out, I went out for my morning run, morning workout, and was able to do like my full gauntlet of stretching and everything afterwards. Even had breakfast before 8.30, which is hardly, hardly ever happens. Now, if I were to go to the office, I would still get another 20 minutes of cycling in. And this is actually, this came into play at the end of the day, where it almost seemed like I had three options. At the end of the day, since I was already here at home I mean do I just grab a beer and that's it uh, do I go for a walk or do I go for a bike ride or do I go for a run now I chose to go for a run right after work like we're talking 4.30 was told you're done gone okay so computer gets shut off and I was out the door at 4.32 and it took me 28 minutes to run two miles now why did that happen it's because i actually ate at about quarter to four which was really late in the day and it if i do this and i'm going to cycle home it doesn't affect me because i'm not um it doesn't shake my stomach as much 
but here I was trying to run, and yeah, it was killer. Uh, it, it 28 minutes to run two miles, that shouldn't happen. I thought maybe it was because I had been sitting all day, but I don't think that's I don't think that's possible. It might have been a contributing factor, but uh, I think it was more than I think it was. I was cramping because I had eaten so late in the day. So what do I do going forward? I'm thinking if I want to continue doing this two-a-day sort of running episodes, uh, I'm either going to have to go at lunch, go for a 20-minute run, and then forget the kettlebell, like an extra workout, uh, weight workout, and, uh, or I only do the morning workout, so it's the run and the, the weights, or <laughs> another option, do the morning workout full-on, lunch take a break and then after work you know a nice and easy sort of you go for a walk uh you can throw in some skipping and maybe even some kettlebells after but you don't go for the second run it just might be easier that way so this is something it's a new experience trying it out uh, i don't know anyone else is trying to do two days uh, in terms of workouts um I, I know that people have often said you know, this homeworking idea, you you feel trapped almost in your apartment after a little while. And I can see it, even today, because all the time that I spent, uh, although it was great that I saved so much time that I was able to do these uh, these two runs, I was even able to actually go grocery shopping at, at lunchtime uh, because I didn't really have uh, what I needed in my fridge at that time. So that was great. It saved me some time in the evening, but I'm sitting there in my living room, which is like six feet away from where I sleep and staring at a computer with the, the windows half closed because I have to close the blinds uh, and turn the, the lights on in order to give a more even lighting atmosphere to the room and so all this sort of adds up I you know you're kind of boxing yourself in uh my apartment's also not very good at keeping cool throughout the uh the the, the warmer the hotter months so it's going to become more of a challenge where this apartment is going to get very hot and humid and if i open the window it's going to add to the noise now, whether it adds to any more noise than the construction that was going on today, I don't know. And that was a, a bit of an issue um, where <laughs> every now and then you hear this drill, it'd go on for about two or three minutes, and then it would stop. <laughs> it would be quiet again. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, I hope they're getting... They haven't been going as, as long as they did a couple weeks ago, so uh, I think they are nearing the end of it. I hope they don't get any more contracts within the building, uh, and I don't want to jinx it either. So uh, we'll see sort of how this um, turns out. Now, in terms of being productive throughout the day, I've been boasting about how much I was going to get done as soon as I started homeworking. In the two-a-days, uh, the two-a-day workouts, I got that done. What I did not get done today was my Chinese. Now, I attribute this partially to the fact that I didn't know what I was doing. It's the first time I'd had this homeworking setup, um, and 
I didn't have I don't have it set up properly for me to actually deal with work and my studies at the same time. I can say that our transition to computer-based uh, client meetings has disabled me from being able to readily jump into my Chinese studies. It's just not as available. Um, now, the, on the on the upshot, when I do sit down to study Chinese, it's a lot easier to focus, and it's a lot more intensive than it was before, but I don't do little bits and pieces anymore. It's very difficult to do that, uh, mainly because I find right now I have to be able to sit down and focus without any other distractions, without thinking that I'm going to be distracted. And that's what all these other days are, where I'm able to sit down for two or three hours and just read through my texts and do some um, Chinese characters. So we'll see. Uh, tomorrow might be a little bit easier. Um, and going forward, I might be able to set it up a little bit uh, easier to have it ready to go. When, so I can just walk away from my computer, do two or three minutes, and then walk back. Uh, as I did years ago, when I first started tackling the Chinese language, uh, and we were still meeting a lot of people face-to-face, uh, -face, that's when I was able to sort of fit in two or three minutes of character writing. And so I, I was, if I can get back into that. Now, the other thing I realized, and this is, a, I mean, if you've ever studied a foreign language, and I've mentioned this before about some of the aggravation that comes along with writing or reading another language or studying another language is that you always don't know what you're reading. Everything, every text becomes a lesson. Every text becomes an exercise in speed reading the dictionary. And Chinese probably ups that experience by 10. So it's not just recognizing the characters, uh, or sorry, it's not just translating the text, it's recognizing the characters, it's understanding the grammatical function. Like I can tell you, it took, it takes me 40 minutes to read, I don't know, 500 characters? And it's very slow going, very slow going. And it's very intensive. Where I'm reading, and I'm going very slow, and I can I can translate a lot better, which is a good feeling. But at the same time, with this HSK five stuff, the whole purpose of each chapter is to introduce new vocabulary. So, in order for me to actually feel comfortable and relaxed in reading this material, it's basically going to be another year before I know the characters well enough that I can just simply read them without having to struggle through it and looking up every second or third character or group of characters, right? On the upshot, I started rereading, uh, well, I started reading, finally, the book Interior Chinatown by, was it Charles Yu? And this book has been sitting on my desk for, oh, a while, <laughs> And I figured, you know what, um, why not? You know, if I have to sacrifice reading Chinese, then I would rather get something else done that would 
ease my mental burden. And I know it's a very small mental burden. There are other people in this world that have much larger, much larger burdens than me reading a, a book that's been sitting on my desk. But at least for me, it'll take away one more thing that I want to do that I haven't been doing. So get that done. It's a very easy book to read. Uh, I got through about 80 pages today. Um, I don't know how fast. It's just under 300 pages total. Uh, and since it's written in this film script format, uh, it is kind of funny. It should be it should be pretty easy to get through, uh, hopefully within the week if I can. And that would just be, you know, one more check mark. I have noticed as I study Chinese and Russian, whenever I sit down to read English, it almost seems like it, I read a lot faster. And there's maybe two ideas behind this. One, I'm hungry to read English. Like it's a finally I understand something. And so I'm able to skim through texts a lot quicker. Or a little bit more of a scientific theory that I, I have no proof to back this up. No evidence other than my own experience. Um, my eyes are stronger. The idea that it takes me so long that in being, in reading so intensively the Chinese texts and the Russian texts where it, with Chinese, I'm reading each individual character, and I have to read each character itself, like how it's put together. And then with Russian, you know, identifying the Russian, the Cyrillic letters, and then making sure that it's I'm not pronouncing it like Ukrainian, and instead focusing on the Russian pronunciation of it. Reading, and so it slows me down even more. Like, I can't speed read these languages at all. Not like Not the same way that I can speed read through English. Does this strengthen my eyes. I was also wondering if it could be because I've noticed that whenever we do sort of, um, we, we sometimes we have to read essays as well, and it just seems that I'm able to read them a little faster. Now, accuracy, give or take a little bit, but the time it takes me to read an essay it doesn't seem to be as long as it takes other people. And I, again, I wonder... If it's because I've spent so much time reading these languages wherein I had to slow down my, my reading pace, but then also I had to strain my eyes to recognize, to identify what I was actually reading and then translating it uh, into uh, in my brain, basically, in my mind. And just somehow it, it strengthened the physical eyeball. I don't know, it's an idea. You guys can look it up. <laughs> it, it sounds like a good idea. sounds kind of crazy. Like, yeah, but maybe it's a good point. Good question. Don't know. It's nice to read some English. Um, I still haven't finished like those books, those physical books I bought months ago. Still haven't finished them. Uh, not even close, to tell you the truth. But if I'm going to be working from home, I don't have to lug these books with me across the city at all. So it's kind of nice to be able to you know, have something ready just to sit down and start reading in my apartment. Uh, it, it, I can see how this is going to work. I can also see how people would not meet or speak to anybody for days on end. Because again, I mean, 
you're sitting here from 8.30 till 4.30, yik-yakking about whatever work, but not really to anybody uh, except a computer screen. And then unless you make the concerted effort to actually chat with other people, even... But again, if you chat with them online, you're still not talking to people. And the, one of the luxuries that we have with chatting with people on, online is that they can take their time. We can take our time to get back to people. Or we just send an emoji that expresses the emotion of our response, but doesn't require the full commitment of our physical presence or our emotion, emotional investment, right? Which is what your personal communication comes down to. So I can see how it can become a little, uh, a little bit isolating, a little bit uh, lonely, and I also wonder if this is why so many more of the long timers are leaving because this push towards computer-based, home-based working is not what a lot of people wanted to immerse themselves into when they left their homeland so many years ago and now now it's becoming a common office job again i understand the company's push i understand profit margins i get it i mean if i look at my own work my own business my own ideas and i go why to put it very basically it's like well why don't i hire somebody else to do some of the work that i want or need to get done and the reason is because I can do it it just takes longer it takes more time and if I don't have income coming in the cheapest thing that I have is my time so I may as well unless that dynamic changes there's no reason for me to hire someone else and with that as my productivity goes up you know if I'm doing graphic editing audio editing if I'm writing my emails if I'm even if I create the automation program that posts everything, that is, in theory, taking away a job from someone else. And it's not, it's not taking away a job so much as it's not offering someone else a job. I don't need to employ somebody else, even at a pittance hourly rate. It's not there. It's not available. That job has been removed from the workplace. But I, myself, can be so much more productive. Even with studying Chinese, like doing the characters, I don't need to go to a master shifu. I don't need to go to a, uh, a teacher all the time for writing. I mean, I have an app that was free. Yes, they're stealing my personal information. But it's probably stuff that Google already knew already or the app stores already knew. One more app, they're not going to learn anything more. <laughs> Are they identifying my Chinese writing strokes? I don't know what they're going to do with that. That is some crazy sci-fi shit. If that, I mean, if that, maybe, maybe you could come up with a scenario. I'd be entertained to hear it, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, because I was looking, I was looking at Scritter today and I was going, well, I could use this to practice my, you know, precise penmanship. But I mean, I don't have to go to any other teacher or anybody else to uh, to learn this same with reading the uh, the Chinese texts dictionary I mean it's all free I've got three dictionaries at my disposal I got several devices that I can use in case one dies too quickly so I'm a lot more productive I understand that this technology is making things a lot easier for a lot of people 
but I also understand that, I mean, as I am now attached to a computer for work, even though I am tra technically traveling, even though I'm living overseas, even with my own studies, I'm still attached to this technology because I depend on it to make learning that much easier and that much more productive. Crazy to think. If you had told me 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that I'd be sitting in an apartment studying Chinese and Russian, basically free, and working and making money, but I have to do it over a computer, I don't know if I would have believed you. To tell you the truth, I, I don't think so at all. Nether News, March Motion is completed, so I have those videos up. You can check those on my website. Again, I am picking away at April After Effects, but it looks like Thursday is going to be the day I'll finally start posting stuff because uh, I have to have time to export these things, figure out how to export them from the uh, actual program, and then that way you can start seeing my paltry efforts at using this new graphics program that I've never used before. This is the first month that I've actually ever focused on it, uh, and I'm a little bit remiss that I've spent $30 on a program that I've hardly created anything with <laughs> but it's getting there it's still going to be added to the resume it's still going to be added to the toolbox it's going to be put into play all right we're going to leave it there thanks for listening folks show notes and tracks up on my website stevensersky.com if you are working from home i hope you're still productive and that you are keeping your connections with people alive and if you don't work from home and you are contacting with people, remember when you shake their hand or give them a hug, one day that could end. And we'll leave it at that. Folks, thanks for listening. Show notes and tracks, stevensterski.com. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.